Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Hey, family, and thank you so much for tuning back into another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me is my special guest today, Lex Roman. And let me tell you a little bit about Lex, y'all, because she is a firecracker. She is a web designer who helps micro businesses launch, optimize, and monetize online. For the last decade, she specialized in helping tech companies grow. Her company, Super Easy Digital, supports micro entrepreneurs who are new to making money online. Lex is based in LA, y'all. So today we're going to spend time learning on starting, starting a small business, how to grow that business effectively at any scale, and then marketing. That's the hardest part. And I think everyone could relate to that. So without further ado, let's welcome the woman behind it all, Lex Roman. Thanks for having me, Genesis. You're such a podcasting powerhouse. I'm honored to be here. My pleasure, Lex. And before we dive into your babies, which are your subject matter expertise, I definitely want to give the audience a chance to connect with you. And I'm sure you know what's next. So I do either an icebreaker or a rapid fire 10 question game. What are you in the mood for, Lex? I think that let's do the 10 question game. Ooh, okay. We're going to do the 10 questions. So we're doing rapid fire with Lex Roman and Genesis. Question number one, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Invisibility, hands down. Question two, if you could have lunch or dinner with any person past or present, who would it be? I've been thinking about this one. I know you asked this one a lot. I, I think uh, maybe Miriam uh, Kaba. Oh, okay. What does she do? Cause I don't know her. She's a, she's a prison abolitionist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but she's alive. She's alive. Yeah. She's amazing. Oh, you should shoot your shot then since she's still alive. Because <laughs> <laughs> seriously, if you reach out and she says, yes, that's awesome. If she doesn't, then you're like, oh, okay. I didn't lose anything. You're right. You're right. I should. Maybe yes. I will. Shoot this, is shot. My, this is, this is my motivation. <laughs> Three. If you could recreate the perfect day for a significant moment you had in your life, what is that day? For, for one of my birthdays, when I was a kid, we went to the fair. I think it was like my sixth or seventh birthday. We went to the fair. My parents took me and my friends to the fair and it was honestly the best birthday ever. And I remember it fondly and I've been a fair enthusiast ever since. I love it. Um, Girl, why'd you have to say the fair? Because I'm over here thinking about turkey legs, a funnel cake. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. Four. Are you a coffee or tea drink or neither? Coffee. Okay. Five. If you could go anywhere in the world and money was no option, where are you headed? Tokyo. Oh, yes. Do you like sushi? Yeah, I love sushi and I love, I just love the energy. I've never actually been to Japan, but I just love the energy that, uh, that Tokyo has. Six favorite movie or book. My favorite movie is probably, um, empire records. Okay. You know, that movie from the nineties. <laughs> I'm trying to think <laughs> I love, of that. <laughs> I love it. It's a, it's a cult classic, a little under the radar, but it's one of my faves. 
I'm gonna have to go look that one up afterwards. <laughs> Seven, if you could be a fly on the wall and eavesdrop on any conversation, what conversation are you eavesdropping in? I mean, I'm really into politics. We were talking before the show about uh, politics, right? And whether or not, uh, you know, I think that politics is fascinating. So I think it would be maybe like something at the White House. I'd be curious to hear what goes on there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all the craziness. <laughs> yeah, right? You see the photos and you're like, what are they talking about? Hey, if you, oh, this is a good one. I haven't done this question before. If you could swap partners with any person and it could be a celebrity, who would your new partner be? Oh my God. I don't, I don't think I have a good, I mean, uh, do you remember when Janelle Monae and Tessa Thompson were dating? I don't know if they're still dating, but like Janelle Monae. (laughs) (laughs) She's really, she's really pretty. I don't know. Like I'm over here trying to decide if I want to do Channing Tatum Michael Ely or Robin Thicke because I was like (laughs) yeah because Robin Thicke I really liked his his song Blurred Line and his music video was really cute and then Channing Tatum he was just in that new movie The Lost City he does look different but he was super fine capital F in the movie Step Up and I have seen all the step ups (laughs) I love it yeah that's great so you got a new question in the rotation today nine let me think of another new one for you. Ooh, okay. Have you ever felt like just punching someone dead in their face? <laughs> yes, all the time. When I was a kid, I was very um, disobedient with my teachers and I definitely felt that way about them. <laughs> and said, it's our past or play question here are the rules if you pass our roles are reversed and you get to ask me a question if you play I ask one last question so do you want to pass or play I want to pass I have a question for you okay okay if you were on your deathbed what advice would you give everyone you know how people who are dying they always give advice what's the advice that you'd give Ooh, since I've been reciting this song lately on some podcast by Tim McGraw live like you were dying I would definitely give that advice because if if someone is on their dying bed they're gonna try to do all the things that they never thought about doing so and why wait till you're at death's door to do those things why not do it whenever you're full well and whole yeah seize the day yeah Great advice. Great advice. yeah so thank you for playing rapid fire Lex. now let's dive into your goodies not my goodies but your goodies as Sierra would say um, what makes you an expert in now transitioning from growing tech companies to helping small businesses and let's start with marketing and then just work our way back because I think marketing is the hardest piece because no matter if you're building a business from the ground up you still have to market that that business whether it's word of mouth whether it's social media or any other type of marketing vices. So I started my tech career in the design space, actually, and I was a product designer for a lot of tech companies, And but my work merged with marketing quite often because somebody's awareness of a business bleeds into how they use that product or service, right? And the promise that marketers are making has to be fulfilled by the people that make the product or service. And so I spent a lot of time in tech 
testing messaging, testing the audience hypothesis, testing the channels, testing the way that pages were set up or laid out. Um, and I bring all that experience with me to super easy. And I think the biggest thing that I learned was that you always need to be learning what's working and what's not. Yes, because if you're not learning, you're not growing. And then with the name Super Easy, why did you pick that name? Part of the mission of Super Easy is that I feel like these giant corporations really have a hold on the internet, right? We're constantly beholden to them, whether it's Google or Instagram or TikTok. And I think that small players, solopreneurs and small business owners, especially those that don't have a background in tech, they don't know how to play in that space. And so part of what I do is I make that super easy for them. Ooh, okay. So I like that because you're also giving them a place where they could stand and build without feeling like they're getting swallowed up in the big seat. But whenever you think about super easy, some of the hardest things is whenever you are trying to transition from some of those big companies to a small company, you don't necessarily have all the human power, like marketing, accounting, and etc. So you are a one-stop shop up until you get to the point where it makes sense for you to scale up and outsource. So what are some tips and tricks that you would give to that individual? Yeah, being a solopreneur is really hard. So when you're founding a company on your own, I think, you know, one of the hardest things is that everyone in your life will try to shoot you down. Like you have a lot of naysayers in your life often, especially if you're not surrounded by entrepreneurs. Um, so one of my pieces of advice would be to surround yourself with people who are familiar with that path or other entrepreneurs who can lift you up um, because I'm a firm believer that anything can be sold. So no matter what your business idea is, it's just a matter of two things, how much you believe in it and how much runway you have. So how much cash flow you have. Um, and so, you know, building a strong network, you know, creating some advisor relationships um, will really help you keep uh, going and keep that belief going. I think, you know, the other thing that I really try to um, impart into new entrepreneurs is the essence of getting out there early, putting your messaging out there early. You know, you have all these ideas about what your business is going to do and who it's for and what it solves. And we're, we're pretty much all of us are wrong about that in the beginning or we're wrong about some piece of that, right? Like maybe we know the audience really well, but the solution we have is wrong or it's being pitched the wrong way. And the earlier you put that out, the faster you learn what's working and what's not. And you can cut the things out that are not working. If it's messaging, if it's the channels that you're using, if it's the packaging or pricing, you can change that quickly. And you don't want to spend months, you know, in a dark corner, like building that and then launching it to crickets. So you want to get that out there and start testing, right. And iterating to something that is going to be successful. So whenever you think about just launching and putting out your content out there early on, just to see, okay, is this avatar really my avatar? Is this marketing strategy working? And if not, what do I need to do to tweak it? And am I targeting um, my audience in the right metaverses, depending on what platforms you're using. Because sometimes in order for your business to grow, you don't always have to be on social media. There's a lot of businesses that are very successful that do not have a social media presence, but it works for them. So whenever you think about that, how do you feel about doing your competitor analysis versus a SWOT analysis? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't actually, what is a SWOT analysis? Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities. opportunities and threats. And you could use it 
Um, I've seen it used for your personal, for you personally, and then I see it once you use it personally to understand what your personal SWAT is, then you do your business SWAT because you are part of your business. And when you're just starting, you're working in your business, not necessarily working on your business because you're not at the part where you're scaling. Yeah, that's right. People say, people say that all the time. It's a good catchphrase. Um, so I do think being aware of your competition is important, but I don't get too hung up on competitive analysis as a you know, I'm a service-based entrepreneur and I work with other service-based entrepreneurs. Um, we're far from a saturation point in those spaces. So I think it is really important to focus on your unique value and to understand how other, you know, your competitors are pitching themselves, how they're framing things, who they're targeting, because you can identify an opportunity space there. But I don't get too hung up on it um, personally. And it's not something that I offer as part of my service range. So Uh, So it's not really my expertise. I think, you know, I often look at competitors for inspiration or for, um, you know, gaps in the market where I say, oh, everyone's doing this thing. So maybe there's a space here for me to focus in this Um, and same for my clients. But I I also think you can get to a place where you focus way too much on your competition. Yeah. So for me, it's more about, you know, do you have what we call in tech, we call it product market fit. Do you have an audience that needs your solution, right? They have your pain point that you're solving um, and they want your solution. They want to pay for your solution. That's really the, the thing that I focus on. And that's often the thing that people get wrong. Either they have the wrong audience hypothesis or the solution is wrong or it's being framed the wrong way. Mm, and thank you for sharing that. So product market fit. Okay. Do yeah. you have the solution to their problem and are you meeting their pain points by just coming in and making their life super easy hence your company super easy digital because if you make their life easier they're going to want to partner with you and do business together because they see the value that's being added and there is also they're also going to look at the ROI what's my return on investment if I take if I take you on or if you take me on, because it is a two-way street. And I tell people business is a partnership. Yeah, absolutely. I always, so I always uh, tell my clients sort of about my early days with super easy. And one of the things that I was wrong about was my audience hypothesis. So coming out of the pandemic, I started super easy in 2021. I assumed that a lot of brick and mortar business owners in my area would have been sold on being online, right? They just went through this pandemic where they had to get online quickly and start selling things online and having an online presence. And I I did like door-to-door sales. I did direct mail. I did um, Instagram DMs. I did all kinds of tactics to target brick and mortar businesses with digital marketing services. And I quickly learned that they weren't that interested in that, right? So I had a solution for an audience that wasn't looking for that solution. And even though they needed that solution, or I believe they do, they weren't looking for it. And so the people that were looking for it were other service-based entrepreneurs, people who don't have a storefront, people who do need that online marketing. Um, And that's my audience now. They're much more aware, right? They're looking for a solution. They're buying ready. So you always want to focus on that audience that is looking for that that solution over an audience that may need your solution, but isn't looking for it. Ooh, 
you just dropped some gems and some bars right there. Because sometimes, how many times in life do we focus on somebody that we think is our ideal customer and we know that they're going to buy, they're just not ready to pull the trigger and buy right now. So we're spending all that time catering to them and they're not buying, whereas there's, there's a fish that's ready to catch that bait, but we're just not casting our fishing pole to that fish. Yeah. And that's a lot of what happens on social media because it's such a broad audience. You might be getting followers and likes, but are those people buyers is always the question. Mm, Yes. And then as we begin to wind down, Lex, because man, time is just flying. Is there anything else you want to say about super easy or just some of the challenges you face and how it has helped you personally and professionally develop in the space of your expertise? I mean, I would really encourage folks to experiment and experiment early in their business. So if you're starting a new business or if you're still early stage where you haven't really found that product market fit, where you're hitting the revenue targets that you have, um, I would experiment. I would experiment around, you know, who your audience is, be specific and clear about who that is, um, run your channels. Is social media right for you? Is search right for you? Is podcasting right for you? Should you go with mainstream media? Should you be guest blogging? Should you be sponsoring local events? Um, Should you build out an email list? So channels, audience, and then messages. How should you be pitching your solution? How should you be talking about the problem that you think people have? Um, Are those messages hitting people the right way? I would experiment around those three axes. And I, I think if you do that, you'll find success. And another thing that I'll add on to that is as you're experimenting around those three axes that Lex mentioned is get a notebook and then write down what's working and what's not working. So that way you're using that as a way to track your progress and personally track your metrics. So you can really create a system of rinse and repeat that is bulletproof and holeproof. So you know, okay, if this isn't working, eh, let me scratch it out and then go to the next one because you don't want to be wasting time on things that's not adding value to you and that's taking you back. So really be intentional with where you're spending your time and then what you're allowing to come into your space. And I I also want to say, never sacrifice your morals, your values at the appeasement of somebody else who who will never be there to really solidify who you are or get you to the next levels. We have seasonal people in our life and we have permanent people. So don't confuse the permanent people for seasonal or vice versa. Great advice, advice to live by. (laughs) And then Lex, what is your call to action for our audience today? I have a starter package, especially for folks that, you know, you have your website up and you're trying to drive traffic and you might be looking at search, Google search. If you're interested in an SEO package, I have a 10% off coupon just for gems listeners. If you go to supereasydigital.com slash gems, you can get the code there and you can see the package. Amazing. Thank you so much for that generous offer. Y'all 10%, go get it. Um, And then Lex, how can they connect with you via your website? And where do you primarily hang out on social media? You can find me mostly on Instagram. And then I do a little behind the scenes on TikTok. Um, So you can find me on Instagram at super easy dig. And I'm I'm at super easy dig on on all the social networks. Um, My website is super easy digital.com. On TikTok, I'm actually just me as myself. And it's um, at Lex log off. So (laughs) L-E-X-L-O-G-O-F-F. 
Amazing. And there you have it, viewers and listeners of Gems Podcast. You just heard Lex Roman. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. All of her contact information will be in the show notes. So make sure you read and tap in. Remember, reading is fundamental. And she has the play the play card. She has the blueprint because she's already done it. So why not learn from a from an expert? And then for those of you interested in seeing all things video, head on over to our YouTube channel, which is at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp, and you'll see all things video content there. And we are looking for brand sponsors. We're currently ranked in the top two and a half percent globally out of 2.8 million podcasts. So being a sponsor and supporting the mission to bring education, inspiration, and motivational topics to the forefront is definitely key as we weave in diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. And you can find out more information by heading on over to genesisamariskemp.net, clicking on that podcast tab and finding more info there. Until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. And yellow, you only live once. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.